up if you couldn't tell um but we're we're glad to be back it's been a while since our last recording i know you guys just heard us last week but for us it's been a while so peter my man how have you been doing buddy been good actually uh sounds like better than you uh sounds like you've been sick a little bit but no i've been good watching a lot of stuff uh doesn't sound like you've been good enough to even get sit around and watch uh not really not (laughs) really sorry Um, to hear that i have been sick for like not even joking three solid weeks I have this thing, that and sucks. it's going around. I hope I don't give it to you, but it's been going around, and I have not been able to shake it. I'm just now starting to feel good. Otherwise, I would have canceled our recording session. But uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty well, actually. Good. I'm in a good mood today. Everything's going pretty good. I have to rant about something. Yeah. I have to rant about something. No, go for it. Okay, so here's the thing. This is why I've been sick for like three whole weeks, is... Um, my wife and I went to go see Thor Ragnarok, which is actually a pretty good movie, <laughs> yeah. and we enjoyed ourselves, but we went, and it was like one of the worst theater-going experiences I've ever had. Yeah? I'm not going to go into everything about it, but there was this girl there with her father, and she was like probably nine or ten. She was sitting right next to me, and she was hacking and coughing and sneezing. Oh, that sucks. Everywhere. Yeah. And I know I got it from her. Because literally the next day, I felt like death warmed over. Oh, I was so furious. If you're sick, don't come to work. If you're sick, don't go to the theater. If you're sick, don't be around people if you can help it. Like, yep. really. And if you are, teach your kids how to cough and sneeze away from people. <laughs> teach yourself if you're a grown person. You should already know how to do that. Yeah, I mean, cough into your shirt or something. But it's just, it's so crazy. And the funny thing is, and there was a woman... On the other side of us, on the other side of my wife, that was talking through the whole oh, movie, and I'm worst. not talking about yeah. like she's leaning over and oh, who's that person? Yeah, like full on out loud talking. Yeah, I know that guy from this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? It was you. I knew it. I knew it was you. I was like, he follows me around and tortures me. <laughs> oh, I know what happens at the end of this movie, Chad. <laughs> no. Um, it was it was such yeah. a bad experience. The movie was uh, so much fun that I was so mad about that experience. But I know it I got sick. Suck. And yeah. the funny thing is, is I watched. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Red Letter Media. They did like the Star Wars like prequel reviews. If you don't know who they are, anyway, 
I enjoy watching their videos. They were talking about Thor Ragnarok, and they had almost the exact same experience. They oh, really? sat next to somebody that had a really bad cold, <laughs> and I showed that to my wife, and I was like, and he was and the, him and the Mike, one of the guys on there, was just like, they should just. He's like, before I was like, save theaters, save theaters. Now I'm like, let him shut, let him be shut down, <laughs> let him be shut down. And I'm, I was with him. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is time for theaters just to be shut down. We could have our like art houses where we can go and see certain stuff, but let them be shut down because I don't know, man. With all the eating that goes on, like people eating full, full on meals, yeah, and then you get in there and everybody's like ripping open snacks. I don't care if you have snacks during the, during the movie, but when you're watching, just open them up in the, during the previews. There's right. 20 minutes of previews. Yeah, open them up then. Why do you have to open them up? <laughs> Just when it's quiet and the movie right. logo starts up and it's really quiet. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you just, you hit, and I'm just like, and also, movie theaters, you have the technology, I'm sure. Get like noise proof uh, wrapping, packaging. Oh, yeah, yeah. For yeah. your snacks. Get your own wrapping kind of thing. Yeah. For, yeah. Make, put everything in a box. Put everything in a cardboard box. There you go. Yeah. Or make it so, like, like um, my wife and I had these, like, uh, fruit snacks yeah. or whatever. So quiet. Yeah. So quiet. Because we went to go see, um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express, okay. which is it's a decent movie. It was good. I've seen the old one. It's a, it's a remake. But um, it's Hercule Poirot. It's pretty good. So we're not in the recommendation, but that's rant over. But I have to get that off my chest because that pissed me off because it ruined my theater experience. <laughs> and I'm still suffering from it three weeks later. Yeah. I'm not so. going to let you forget it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get into something good. But before we do that, we got to let our man Spew do his thing. Spew, help us out, buddy. Warning. Warning. Spoiler alert. I am spoiler protection edict widget. Or spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way. So bask in spoiler country you have cluelessly wandered into. Baby. Oh, he's so helpful. I love that little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Scurry away, dude. <laughs> Get back in your corner. No, he's our buddy. He's cool. Uh, Peter, what do you got for us this week? Uh, this week, I think we're going to talk about a movie called The Seventh Curse. Cool. Uh, this is a Hong Kong movie. Uh, it's an action horror um, from 86. Yeah, I love this movie. So, yeah, this is a kind That's of a, a classic one. one in certain circles. If you are a fan of uh, older Hong Kong cinema, uh, pretty well known. It's got Chai Yun-Fat as a, kind of our main guy. Um, and it's, uh, you know, anything with him is always good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Um, this is uh, no exception. The I, I learned a few things about this one while researching it actually for the show because I've seen this several times uh, before and was rewatching it the other day. Well, do tell. So, well, for one, I did not know the director is the same director that did Riccio. Oh, Riccio! The story of Riccio. Story of Ricky. I love that movie as well. I had no idea that was the same director and. He's done some other things, but as far as I could tell, these were the only two things he's really known for. And I thought that was interesting just because I did not know that. So that okay. was, was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and also, Rikio is Japanese. And this is from, this is Chinese from Hong Kong. Yeah. So, like, two different, you know, whole things. It's kind of like somebody from Hollywood going over and doing something for, you know, China or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's strange. Weird. So, it's kind of strange. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I, I would have never got the connection there. So, um, anyway, uh, this one right now, as of this recording, 
uh, is available on Amazon Prime. Yay! So if you so, have Prime, yeah. go ahead and stream it. Mm -hmm. So you have no excuse not to watch and follow along at home. So yeah. we will have the movie rolling as we uh, talk about it, as we've mentioned before in previous ones. So, That's right. Um, you can do and the same. If yeah, you as long it. as you're not driving or doing anything, <laughs> operating heavy machinery, you can do the same at home. Yeah, but this is this should be hopefully an easily approachable one for people to see. Uh, it's easy, should be easy to get a hold of. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Get a hold of. The Amazon cover, I must say, <laughs> Mac and I were just talking about this, so I just made a note. Uh, if you pull it up on Amazon and look at the cover, it's funny because it has nothing to do with the movie. So I'm not going to go on a whole rant about that. It's just funny because it's not a scene from the movie. I don't even think it's an actor from the movie. No, it's not. It it's has nothing one of those to do. After the fact ones. Yeah. I have the movie on DVD. Yeah. Just just use the cover. It's fine. Yeah. Just use the cover. Yeah. It didn't matter if it's dated. That looks. It looks so generic and horrible. Yeah. It just. It might as well be stock like footage. It's, and, and it you just know, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So. This has uh, Chow Yun-Fat, again, like I mentioned. Yeah. No introduction if you're listening to this. Probably you already know who he is. Pretty, uh, he's yeah, he's a, been in Hollywood movies. He's, he's been in Hollywood. He's yeah, an he's Asian a, actor. He's been in some stuff. Staple in a lot head, of big I can't names. really think of. Oh, t Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. He's there the guy go. from Crouching Tiger. I think every, I think most people have seen that movie. Yeah, at least aware of I it. I do yeah. have to mention, mm -hmm. before you get started, Peter, uh, it's Golden Harvest, which is the production company for Perfect. this. It, they have an amazing know. logo. Yep. Uh, it's the... time i hear it like i get goosebumps because yeah. i'm like i'm in for something awesome yeah you know you're in for a good movie. i'm yep. in for something awesome. it's a great great hong kong production company if you don't know who golden harvest is just just google it just say golden harvest intro and just listen to the intro it's like five seconds long i guarantee it'll be like your um <laughs> text message notification thing it's such a great sound yeah it really gets you in the mood for watching something i just had to mention that because i love Golden. yeah Harvest, and so. i i don't mention it in my notes here so perfect shame on you sir i did not i'm sorry <laughs> So, uh, this one also has, uh, the guy that I refer to in my notes here as I go along as our hero, our main guy that we're following along. Yeah, I don't know his name, but it, I've seen him is, before. I'm terrible at Chinese, so forgive me, but it's like <laughs> Suho Chin. There you go. Something like that. Um, Sounds he's right. a martial arts staple in many classics from the 90s with Jet Li and Michelle Yeoh, like yeah. Fist of Legend, Twin Warriors, oh. and he's also in Mr. Vampire. Okay. So, yeah, kind or, of. A, or Mr. Wampire. Mr. Wampire, as the cover says on <laughs> the DVD. the cover says. Which, actually, I have over there. Um, I also have Twin Warriors right there, too. Anyway, just call me out. Anyway, the reporter girl, as I call her in my notes here, That's as what it goes I call, along. I call her the reporter because I'm not a horrible sexist like Peter is. <laughs> so, I've seen her in stuff, too. She's, she's been in Maggie, Maggie Chung. Maggie Chung. Yep. She's in a lot of Jackie Chan stuff. Yep. She's, she is uh, a staple as well. Yeah. Through 80s, 90s. Uh, she was a model briefly and things like that. Um, she's married to a writer, uh, a movie writer. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Screenwriter. She's, um, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she was in some Jackie Chan things such as Police Story, Super Cop. She's in some dramas She was too. in Jet Li with Hero uh, in 2002. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, anyway. she's So, our three main characters, point being, they're big names. They so, are. Yeah. Now, the next thing, here's a thing that I learned about this movie that I did not know, <clears throat> is it's the first in a three-part series. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So, it's called the Wisely series. So, the doctor <laughs> that is played... It's supposed to be 
uh, they call him Wesley. Wesley, yes. Yeah, Chow Yun-Fat's character. Chow Yun-Fat's character, yeah. In this is uh, Wisely. This is the only movie he is in. It's different actors, I believe, in the other two movies. Yes. Like, entirely different actors, not just him. And he is Dr. Wisely or whatever, and it's basically about... Um, specialist on uh curses and stuff i think is what oh, the is that three... what it is? Okay. yeah yeah that's like, and... like a historian so, or something so the next one's called uh the legend of wisely and okay. that was in 87 and bury me high in 91 which is the last um so that sort never of it also of explains one of the, the one funny thing to me i've never heard of them i have not seen them the funny thing to me about this movie that i always thought was weird every time i've seen it i love the movie but it just sort of opens I'll explain the opening. I'll walk you through it. And it just sort of ends. And it's interesting, not in a bad way. It was just always interesting to me. Like, I like movies that just kind of, like, start or end. Like, you know, like even John Wick just kind of starts into a story in the middle of a story sort of a thing. It doesn't matter where they came from. Anyway, this one does that same thing. And I I like it, but it was always kind of weird to me. And that explains it. It's part of the series. Gotcha. But it's the first one, right? But this is the first, which is kind of weird. That's why we get a slight intro. But we, I don't think we get a full intro, because we don't know who he is. They never really explain it. But well, again, I'm a sucker for a cold open, and I love this cold open. I, I have that in my note, that it's a cold open, and I know you love that. <laughs> I love a cold yeah, open. I love it. It's it. just, it's like you. It's, you just jump right into it. Let's just yeah. jump. Let's get into it. And the funny thing is, is, this movie's like 80 minutes long. Yeah. Which is like practically perfect. It works very well. It works very well. If it was 10 minutes longer, it still would be fine. I think 90 minutes is good for like an action movie. Yeah. Or any kind of genre movie. Unless you have a lot to, of material, it doesn't really need to be longer than uh, ninety minutes, right? Right. In my opinion, I mean, there. I mean, if there's there's movies that are longer, like they're two, two and a half hours. But if the material calls for it, then yeah, absolutely. You know, you can you can be that long. I'm just saying that for this movie, for what it is, it's like the perfect length. Yeah, it doesn't get long-winded or anything. It, yeah. The thing that I noticed, too, making notes about this movie, again, I've seen it many times, but making notes for this movie, the thing that's really interesting is there's no dull, there's like not a dull moment. I mean, every like as I kept making notes, I'm like, geez, I'm only 20 minutes in. Geez, I'm only 30 minutes in. And the notes just kept going. Yeah. I mean, so, I was taking brief notes, too, like because you're... You're heading it up, but I just so, was... yeah. I mean, I'm gonna try to step you through this as best I can, uh, viewers, but uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> listeners. Um, but uh, it's there's some things that I do skip that I don't really mention, but I, I give enough I think here to get the plot points through so I can step you through it. Yeah. Once again, this one's on Amazon Prime, so you should watch it. Yeah. Like that. Um, so no excuses on this one. It's not like you have to find a DVD or anything. Yeah. At the moment, anyway. Yeah. At the time of this. So. I'm going to go ahead and hit play here at our little studio. I just had to jump and hit uh, mute because I still had the audio on. (laughs) Um, So anyway, uh, this is subtitled. I don't think it has, uh, I don't think it's dubbed that I'm aware of. I've never seen it. Seen it. Seen it. I've never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen it dubbed. But the the subtitles, you're not keen on subtitles, really. You you should just learn to be, so move on. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was going to say they're not real in-depth. They're pretty simple. No, it's... And it's 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 mostly action, and there's... It's also well done. It's actually translated. It's not literal. Yeah, it's not literal. So it doesn't have weird wording or sentence structure. Everything makes sense, and and it's... easy to keep your eyes on the action and what's being said yeah and honestly even if you weren't paying attention that much it's one of those movies where it's very visual that's what i love about hong kong cinema right is that everything's pretty visual and you can kind of get an idea even if you didn't have the subtitles on you can get an idea of what's going on yeah it's easy to follow yeah it's easy to follow yeah 
So we get a cold open, as Mac already mentioned, that we love here, and it's uh, opening on a, a old guy who's uh, in a tuxedo. He's classy setting, yeah. you know, sitting around with a uh, Cogn cognac yeah. glass. Cognac, yeah. <laughs> he's got his cognac, cognac or whatever glass, going, yeah. and uh, he's charming a couple uh, young ladies over some drinks, and. Um, we learn he's meeting two friends tonight, and there will be good stories. Yeah. Uh, so the girls want to know about the stories. We're and have a classy uh, time. So then we see Chow Yun-Fat come over, and he sees his friend, who will I will refer to as our hero through the thing. I don't even know that I get a name for him, actually. Um, his I... name is Chester. Chester. Seriously. Yeah, his name is Chester Yuen or something like that. Anyway, I call him the doctor in my notes because he there is a go. doctor. He is a doctor. That's perfect. But yeah, I've, I, as I keep going on, if you hear doctor, I guess, or hear our hero, we'll call him the hero because it's your notes. So, anyway, so they want to know the story. So we begin with a great. What I love is the the titles over a great clinking of glasses and the title card, the seventh freeze curse, frame. and it's a freeze frame over it. It's perfect, and then thunder clapping, and <laughs> it's just I I thought it was very cool, and I I, I love that. So I think it's it's nice. So we get our uh, credits that start taking place during a police raid on a building, is all you can kind of tell. So they're, uh, you know, pulling up in a parking lot and everything here. Gunfire breaks out. Cops are down. Cops send in a doctor, and they're going to send in a lady cop as a ruse. Yeah. So the doctor is going to, who, as Mac mentioned, is the doctor, and that is yeah. our hero. Yeah. So uh, they're going to go in. So the lady that's going in with him to be a nurse is supposed to be a doctor, but... The well, doctor is going to plant a bomb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here's where I need yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. interject. Yes. Here's the thing. Please so do. they're like, the, the the terrorists, we'll call them the terrorists. The terrorists inside are like, the, one hostage is hanging outside of the building right. on a rope. Yep. The other one, they're like, uh, one of the hostages is having a heart attack. You need to send in a doctor. So <laughs> they're like, okay, we're going to send in the doctor, but you know you need to give up. And I'm like, okay, well, they're not going to give up. But, yes, yeah, send the doctor in. So the doctor pulls up, who's our hero. And, the, and so the hero comes up and he says, uh, will you plant a bomb? And he's like, instead of saying, no, I'm a, I'm a doctor. I save lives. I don't, I don't blow people up. He's like, I don't have any experience. So if you, you got to show me how to do it, I'm going to plant this bomb. I'm like, you're a doctor. Why are you planting bombs? So it just, to, just to note that our hero is a doctor. You know, he's a, he's a physician. But he's also an action star, so he's willing to play. He's a awesome. Bomb. I just thought that was interesting to know because I was like, because I I'd seen this movie before, obviously, and I completely forgot that, and it made me laugh out loud. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, he says we've long known your bravery. <laughs> we hope you could go in to plant a bomb. I'm watching it right now. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're right. It is pretty weird. <laughs> That's I just was like, all right. So the the cop lady that they're gonna have go board. in with him gets knocked over the head by a reporter who wants to get in and they won't let her in. This is Maggie Chung. So this, this is, is the reporter girl. Yeah, she knocks the the bomb specialist out over the head with a brick. Yeah, she finds outside because you know, you're not gonna get in trouble. It's fine. You're not gonna get in trouble, and you won't kill anybody. Kids will with a kids. brick. <laughs> so, so they get inside. I'm, I'll just I'm like I said. I, this is yeah. there's a lot going on. There's a lot around. going on. I'm gonna skip around a bit. If All you right. do have anything to inject, Mac, please I, I do. will. I will. Um, don't so you I'm worry. gonna skip ahead to them getting inside. Things go sideways. Well, I'll, I just say this. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. And my notes. I'm looking down at it as you're yeah. talking, and it says 
so much is happening <laughs> in the first five minutes, and it's all the right amount of crazy. Oh, it's perfect. The movie doesn't care and doesn't take itself seriously, which is why it works. Yeah, I mean, there's like a vehicle flipped upside down right now outside the front of the... But it doesn't matter why. It's oh, just there. No, no it, there's a vehicle upside down. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And, you know, the doctor is so brave that when they fire out at him here, he's, like, waving the police back, like, get back, I've <laughs> yeah, they, got this. <laughs> they fire at his feet, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> if you've ever, I don't, I don't know how many people out there have ever fired a fully auto weapon. <laughs> You're not going to control it that well to just fire at somebody's feet. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if gunfire fires at your feet, you're going to wet your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so they get, they get inside. Uh, things go a little sideways. <laughs> okay. The I doc- just loves this movie so much. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. The doctor go ahead. He goes ahead. Our hero. He pops the bomb and the cops flood in. So we get a cool, quick. Oh, I'm gonna skip through zip lines. But yes, they do. Yeah. But we get a quick martial arts battle, and uh, bad guys knocked out the window, and they find out the nurse was a reporter because you know she had a mask on, you know, so they didn't know who she was. And they let her go. Yes. Yeah. You know, apparently all all Chinese girls look the same to Chinese people. So. <laughs> well, they were just like whatever. Well, she just like gets out of it by pouting. <laughs> like, it's that whole. I don't want to get into a whole thing, but it's that whole thing of um, uh, during this time period, how women are portrayed in like Asian cinema. It's like they just pout and they get away. I'm just a reporter. I didn't know that I knocked somebody over the head with a brick. <laughs> I didn't and know I couldn't do pretended that. Pretended I you know, pretended I was a police officer and. Got into a dangerous situation where there was gunfire and kung fu fighting going on, <laughs> and with hostages, that it would be a bad thing, you know. So she just like pouts her way out of it, which is just like like a little girl, like a five year old. It's so weird, but that's just the way these movies go. Sometimes it's just part of the comedy, I guess. So what we end up learning is the point of this whole opening, because it just cuts away from it after all of that and goes right. to a pool party. The point of the opening was to show how the reporter lady and the doctor meet. So that right. that was the whole point of that. <laughs> and how much of a hero our hero is. So, because he is a doctor and he has glasses. And we learn so about his bravery. We learn about his bravery. He's not <laughs> afraid of guns. I think we see him use a gun. He also is really adept at kung fu fighting, uh, which is not, I mean, it's a, it's a Hong Kong action movie. So yeah, of course no, he's good. Great. So it's, good he's, I, I equate it to like, oh yeah, doctor just knows kung fu. I'm like, you know, you guys watch like Indiana Jones and like, he's like killing people and punching people but it, you know he's also supposed to be like a, a professor yeah and uh a, a and we just accept that he knows this. archaeologist and we just accept that he's an actioner who cares it just <laughs> it's a movie you know don't take it too seriously and it's because it, this movie doesn't take itself too seriously at all no and it's a lot really. of fun because of it. it it is it's a fun adventure and it that's, really is that's that's where we're heading into yeah here, yeah so. we're just getting started so the the cut next as i mentioned goes to just a pool party and it's for some weird reason we get two older men talking about sexual prowess in different climates wonderful right yeah so anyway <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know what that was about that was the know. most strange that's the strangest party conversation ever it's like yeah i wrote this book about uh, men's sexuality i'm like what? Why? Are you talking why? Yeah. And why are we talking about this in an action movie? Anyway. So we see the doctor, our hero, chatting up uh, some girl there. And then the reporter comes up and uh, basically ruins his chances because she wants right. an interview and tells the girl that he's married. And she, yeah, he runs off. And doctor leaves the party because he's uh, pretty upset. And uh, the valet pulls up with his Porsche and 
this is I love this scene. I always remember this scene. So she chases him down. She's got a Ferrari Testarossa. So I'm a car guy. I like I like cars. <laughs> well, so I like this scene too. But it's funny. He's he's doctor. So I'm like, okay, he has a Porsche. Yeah. Why not? Or Porsche? Sure. It's pronounced Porsche, but whatever. He's got a Porsche, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I know a few doctors with Porsches. Yeah. So it's like, she's a reporter, and she's like tricking her way into hostage situations. <laughs> he drives a Ferrari. Yeah. Well, we end up learning why. Yeah, we learn but, why. But. We learn why. But so I was like, this, at first I was like, huh? This funny, stupid little chase scene. Yeah. The scene that I love from this whole little thing, though, is they get to a stoplight. <laughs> he just, like, gets out of his car, like, all casual, like, <laughs> with purchase or purpose there. And, like, he grabs something from the, like, trunk or whatever. And you're like, what is going on, you know? And then he proceeds to set up what ends up being a jack that inflates... Yeah. From your exhaust, which I thought was really cool because personally I had never seen those before, but they do exist. Okay, and so that makes sense because in my notes I'm like, he has this weird balloon with a line on it. No, and he it's, hooks a, it up to, it's a jack. It's an actual jack. It's a jack, yes. I had never... So back years ago when I first saw this, I looked it up and they do exist. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Which is I've really never bizarre because why would you want to inflate something with your hot exhaust? Why would you want to inflate something with your hot exhaust? And aren't you afraid of it <laughs> popping like if you had to be underneath of it? Or you're changing a tire. Uh, sure. I don't know. But just uh, picture plus it. Plus the underneath of your car is hot. So describe it, Peter, <laughs> so everybody can understand what we're talking about. Because it's an inflatable jack. So it's an inflatable jack. So he gets out, puts this thing under the back of her car. He runs this thing to her tailpipe. <clears throat> she doesn't know what's going on. The light turns green. He takes off. She suddenly just is worm, 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 spinning her tires because it lifts the back of her car up. Because, right. you know, it's rear-wheel drive, drive, so yeah. the back tires are just spinning because she just inflated the jack under her car. So, so that's what happens. Yeah. So just imagine, like, a balloon with a really long, yeah. like, um, neck on it. You're right. To inflate to it. To inflate that it. goes to the exhaust But brake. it's not a balloon. It's an actual... It's Because it's, it's, like, heavy-duty material. You can tell yeah. it is. Yeah. And it's holding up the car, and he just, like, drives off. It almost looks like a pool of inflatable thing or something. Like something yeah. you have at a pool. Exactly. You know, exactly. Thing. But, uh, yeah, and she she gets, eh, gets all frustrated, and he just drives away. Oh, cool. I thought, I love that scene. I always remember that scene. I just think that's so cool. I don't know why. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just stopped at a stoplight, and he's like, yeah, okay, fine. I'm just going to jack your car oh, up. I keep and then... this thing around to get rid of people all the time. They don't know what I'm doing. Like, she doesn't bother to get out and check her. She doesn't even really notice it. I think she looks at him, but she's like, I don't know what he's doing. And I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. It's the best. So, anyway, yeah. that's that's, a, that's just a scene I it's love. It's a great scene. It's a great scene, but it's just like, huh? So he gets home. Someone's there. He locks the door, takes off his shoes so that he can sneak quietly. He grabs it, walks in, grabs a piece of art as a weapon, and he sees some lady showering, and we get some awesomely sleazy sax music going on. <laughs> and then we see it's actually a man in drag. No, I'm kidding. I'm being mean. It's, it's just a not so pretty lady she is not she's a very unfortunate looking, looking. at all um, i'm sure she has a great personality but like <laughs> what you don't know oh, you know what peter right. it's it love comes from within oh, you know and beauty is only skin deep well and you know she's a white lady so she's exotic to him so yeah. <laughs> that is true anyway uh, so she apparently knows him and sent his maid away, you know, cause he's like, where's the maid? And then some dude comes up to attack him out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, <laughs> which he expertly dispatches with him after a quick fight scene. That's pretty good. And, uh, at this point we should mention 
uh, I have a note here that the scenes are pretty classic, like martial arts style, the sound effects and everything, you know, they're just... The martial arts is great. Classic Hong Kong, you know, kind of... Anyway, if you've seen that stuff. So yeah, it, it's, good, it's good, really good fight scenes. Good little fight scenes, yeah. So mm-hmm. for so, being kind of a low-budget little movie and whatever. Oh, no, some, it's, so it's, it's, it's good. It's really good, especially if you're a fan of Hong Kong movies from the 80s and 90s. This is this is a good one. Yeah, it's right it's in line good. right in line with that stuff. Yeah. So, um, But it is more of an action-adventure than a martial arts movie. True. So, so the guy says, so the doctor gets the guy on the ground and he's asking him, the guy says the doctor needs to come with him to Thailand to save Betty. <laughs> and tells him his blood spell has reached one year and he may soon have a relapse. And yeah. she's got ghost spell. Betty? So, I thought her name was Baju. I don't know. My subtitles say Betty. Mine said Baju. B-A-J-U. Baju. Sweet. Well, I'm going to keep calling her Betty. We're going to call I her Betty. <laughs> and, but that guy that broke Betty. into his house, uh, that was Dragon. What did you say? I didn't even hear what you said. I said Betty. <laughs> Evil <laughs> Betty. Anyway, another movie. We'll have to talk about that sometime. We will have to talk about right. that one. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I have a joke. So I have no, <laughs> no idea why mine said Betty then. Uh, I don't know. This might, we'll end up be, this might end up being funny because your subtitles may be different from the version I was watching. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. I think you had a few. That's right. I think you had a few too many to drink. <laughs> And uh, you're seeing stuff, buddy. Okay, so here comes so that that guy that comes uh, is Dragon that breaks into his house. Cool. I didn't know his name. Actually, I do know his name because my subtitles are different. What do they say? Uh, so <laughs> you watch this on Amazon, right? My my. I sub- watch this on Amazon. My version of the subtitles are say his name is Hei Lung Hei Lung, which is also how he's credited in IMDb. Which is also Amazon. So okay. I don't know why they would call her Betty. And All right, anyway. you call him whatever. So whatever. Do you want to call him Dragon or Halong? It doesn't matter. Uh, so Dragon. We'll call him Dragon. Uh, he gives him his, he gives our hero his address in Thailand, tells him his name, and says, uh, keep away from sex. <laughs> just as the lady dude runs up from behind him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just, because um, the lady's over there to, oh, that's weird. It said so Betsy lady, that time. Anyway. Yeah, because whatever condition he has, the doctor has this curse that he has. Even if he kisses a woman, it exacerbates the condition that the he has. The blood curse. Yeah. So it's very strange. I, I don't. I, I guess, I'm guessing in Asian culture, this is this is like a common thing. But I, I don't know anything about what they're talking about. But they're acting like it's completely normal. Like it's a common thing. Like I, don't, I guess the, the way you would talk about, like if you were. I don't even know. Like, bitten by a werewolf or something. You turn into a werewolf. werewolf. I think everybody kind of knows that or whatever. Lycanthropy? Yeah. But so I think, like, this curse that they're talking about is maybe, like, a common thing in the Asian culture. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Getting back to it. So. So he's got to stay away from, uh. From intercourse. (laughs) Wow. All right. We're getting clinical in here? Yes. All right. Yeah. So he's got to stay away from. Jeez. <laughs> so right. he's gotta stay away from the women. But folks. he has the lady dude there, and so yeah, he ignores the advice. So he tries to like we get a quick intimate scene. Yeah, <laughs> and so we see a thing move in the in the our hero's leg in the doctor's leg under his skin. Yeah, under his skin, around and his suit. veins get all weird, and he's in pain, Super and a creepy. blood vessel thing pops. Yeah, out of his skin. Lots so, of like, physically uh, pops. Lots of body juice. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Pretty gross. So uh, then we cut to him 
sitting at Chow Yun Fat's place, and we learn this is his best friend. Yeah. Who is putting their all and what, what name do you have for him? So, uh... We're just going to call him Chow Yun Fat. I call him Chow Yun Fat through the whole thing, because cool. that's, that's how I know him. But uh, they call him Wesley in my version, it yeah, sounds Wesley, like yours too. Yeah. It's supposed um, to be Wisely, but it's Wesley. So I, I have a quick note here too that we're only 15 minutes in. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. there's already so much that's there's happened. There's all it, this movie it moves fast, but a lot happens in very little time. Very it's little time. Only so 80 ex- minutes long. Yeah, and to explain it like really takes almost longer than the movie. So it's kind of stupid that way. <laughs> yeah, just so. I mean, well, because it's easier to look and see what's going on versus like oh, I'm gonna describe it to you. Yeah, and then also interject little dumb things. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, so this so, is. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, they they just they talk about the blood spell. Doctor tells him one year ago he was looking for herbs for a treatment for AIDS in Thailand. <laughs> sorry, course, you know he's quite the Sorry, I'm sorry. I love when they make these movies topical. Yeah. And of course, obviously during the 80s, there was AIDS um, epidemic epidemic that was going on. And I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing that they're just... (laughs) Yes, you are. No, No, I'm not. I'm just laughing that he's like, we were looking for stuff, you know, for AIDS. And I was like, what? I was like, it's just, I don't don't even know what to compare it to or whatever. No, it's fine. It's just like... Yeah, this movie's hip. You know what I mean? Sweet. Like we're 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 on the button. Our yeah. fingers. Like, we, we know what AIDS is. We're on the is. pulse. Yeah, our <laughs> fingers on the pulse. You know, you know what I mean. So I, it's just fun. Yep. So that we get a flashback now. So this movie almost does like what I would now. It's not in my notes, but what I would almost call like an Inception thing, where it's like a flashback of a st- within a story. Because you got to remember, we're actually at a party. That's right. And they're telling a story to That's these girls. That's right. But we're getting a flashback. Within the story. Within the story. So it starts to get pretty deep. So That's you gotta follow right. along. I it's, didn't even think about that. It's till an intellectual you just said movie. It. I gotta tell you. Oh, shut up. So <laughs> I didn't even think about that till you just said something. You're right. This is a flashback within a story that somebody's telling at, at a party. party. Right. Which we don't come back to. I'll, I'll just say we don't come back to the party until the very end. Until, until the, the whole story very is over. Andy. Which I, I love too, and I'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But um, so we get a flashback to tents in a jungle. Uh, there's like a camp, like an encampment, tents going on. So they're camped by a tribe. We learn that is called uh, the Worm Tribe, which specializes in witchcraft. You know, pretty sweet, I guess. Tribes with witchcraft, whatever, kind of generic. But uh, anyway, cool setup. So the doctor only believes in science. We learn. Yeah. It's so sort of a science versus superstition sort yeah. of thing going on. Classic. Classic. Even, even raging today in politics. Anyway, moving on. So, the guy goes for a walk. <laughs> Our hero goes for a walk, sees some lady bathing nearly nude in a river. They lock eyes for a moment. His binoculars that he was holding, not looking at her, fall to her. She grabs them, can't use them right, gets scared when she sees his big dumb face, throws them and breaks them on the rocks, and apologizes for breaking his gem. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. This is the meat cute for this. Uh, that's supposed to be Betty, I guess. Betsy. Betty? Yeah, you, my I, subtitles uh, vary. So. We'll just call her Betty. Sure. So this is the Betty girl. So uh, And what a Betty. We end up learning, I'm just going to spoil this, we end up learning she's the sister of the guy that attacked him at his apartment that said he needs to go back to Thailand just a minute ago. Or she's Dragon's sister. You could have so said Dragon's that sister. There you go. Weirdo. Yes. So anyway, I'm trying to make things confusing <laughs> so people have to go, wait a minute and rewind. No. Anyway. Rewind. Is that still a thing? All right. So anyway. Yes, rewind is still a thing. <laughs> So he tells her to keep 
the binoculars. She hears a whistling, you know, because her trainer needs her, and she goes running away like a dog. Oh, no, okay. Anyway, so she goes <laughs> running away. Okay, somebody does whistle. So, I'm not kidding. Somebody they, does they whistle, do and she whistle. runs away she as a dog would. So, anyway. Uh, so, we cut back to the camp. <laughs> And the white dude the views and opinion expressed by Peter are not the views and opinion of Super Movie Ball Incorporated. I stand behind that. But they are not. I'm just saying things. They're not even my opinions. I'm just saying stuff to get people riled up. Maybe people will Yeah, we could do better. <laughs> so come at me, bro. Back at the camp, he's told to keep away from her because of their spells from the from the place. So they hear drums from the cult, and we cut to them so they can see what's going on as they sneak through the jungle, close to see it. Blah, blah, blah. They're trying to see the, some ceremony going on. It's that they the, hear the worm tribe. So from the worm tribe, right? Yeah. So we get a cool shot of a temple against a black sky with some clouds funneling down into it, with like fire coming out of it. Very ominous and evil looking. Very cool, actually. Uh, so up yeah. close. We get a glimpse of the ceremony with this uh, guy that I call the leader guy. He's a sorcerer. Yeah, we don't really know his name, do we? I don't think we do. Oh, you know what? They call he's... him the sorcerer or something. Okay. They, and Aquila, is, I think, is his name, but we're going to call him the leader guy because there's not that many characters in this movie. That works for me. I, I In my notes, I keep calling him <laughs> leader guy or sorcerer. So. I'm going to let you keep talking about him because i got a few things to say. Go ahead. All right. So... We, we, we see him, he's got long hair, and he's got some girls following him down, some stairs, like big stairs coming out of the temple into like a courtyard thing. Uh, and we see that Betty, the girl from the water earlier there, is coming down. Right. And obviously our hero, uh, sitting there watching with his binoculars again, that I guess she didn't keep, uh, he sees her. So I move on from there. Did you have something you wanted to say? Uh, yeah, you're not going to talk about a uh, leader guy and how he sounds like a woman? I did not mention that. He sounds, his voice is really high. Yeah. And he sounds like this. Of course, he's speaking like, I don't know, Cantonese or whatever. And he kind of looks like he'd be from like an 80s and hair I'm not metal even gonna, thing. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about, <laughs> but just imagine like this, only he's speaking Chinese. And he, he is a very manly looking dude. He does not. Kind of, but he's like got a lot of makeup on. He's got, well, he, you know, he's part of a tribe and he's the leader. So he's got like war paint and stuff on. And a headband. And a headband. He's, he's real got, sexy. He's got real long hair. But I mean, man. he looks like a guy is what <clears throat> I'm saying. He doesn't remotely look like a woman at all. He and looks, I was like, is he supposed to be, like, a woman? He looks like, more like a woman than the lady man from earlier. I'll say that. But he is very manly. So there's me just making a joke. That woman again. is very homely looking. Uh, but that dude is a dude. That looks like a no, dude. No, it's, it's clearly a guy. You're right. I mean, big eyebrows everything. It's, Peter's it's a dude, making strong a joke. Jaw, so I'm just... It's a really I'm, funny joke. I'm messing around. It was really funny. Anyway. If you've seen the movie, it's a really funny joke. Well, and you will see the movie because we're convincing you to because it's a good movie. Yeah, you should stop it right now and come back to it. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Ever onward. So we quickly learn through some dialogue that she is uh, refusing to go along with whatever is going on and that Dragon, the guy from earlier, uh, has left, I guess. We don't really know what that means yet. Uh, we keep seeing references to old ancestor and him waking up. So we don't really know what that means yet. We will. Oh, we will. Yeah. Uh, we see a ceremonial dagger that the guy pulls out, the leader pulls out, and That's he's huge. holding it in front of people. It's pretty sweet. And uh, it glows at that same girl when he holds it in front of her, who we learn, because somebody else is a big mouth, that is the daughter of the leader <laughs> of the tribe. So yeah. she is the daughter of the leader of this worm tribe. So but we don't ever see the leader? Yeah, so we never see her father, so we have no idea who that is. We only ever see old ancestor and the sorcerer leader guy. Right. That's why I just keep calling him 
don't know. The leader guy. The leader guy, even though he's technically not the leader, but he is for all intents and purposes. Yeah. So we get an awesome scene of this baby thing launching from the old guy, the leaders, whatever, the sorcerer, <laughs> launching from his clothing and attacking a guy who was speaking against him. And it, the movie at this point almost turns into like a creature feature sort of a thing. Yeah. Because we get the scene of this like baby fetus dude thing eating this guy. It's a giant tadpole. It's awesome. I call it's it like the a baby. homunculus. You're right. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. It's We're going to call it the homunculus. <laughs> because, and if you don't know that's, what that is, Google, Google it. It's a homunculus. Because it has like a tail, but it's like four <laughs> arms, no legs, giant giant like just tadpole it looks like a tadpole with four arms it's it's so creepy and scary and it's and it's a practical effect and yeah it's a, it's a literal creature that's made for it so it's, it's not a special it's not cgi so the, the leader guy's got this like cool yellow cape that he's walking around in you know because he's got long hair and a headband so he's just like you know i'm, I'm the leader he just lifts up <laughs> his cape and like it just flies, flies out. out it's like it he, it lifts up a cape and it's like right next to him I don't know if it's supposed to be like it's wrapped around him or something, and he like opens his cape, cape and it just like goes or whatever. Yeah, or but like lives in some. I, it just nether it region. was like underneath his um, armpit, and it just like flies out. Yep, it just flies out. Attack! And starts attacking this thing, Sick and them. it is brutal. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. And then it like returns to him crying. It's all creepy and weird, corny and awesome at the same time. Yeah, and it like it's like weeping and crying and like he tucks it back into his like his <laughs> yeah. you know cape thing it's like his little it's so weird <laughs> sure. it's awesome sorry but i just anyway. turned over and looked at the screen and it, it's it's out and it's flying at the guy and yeah it's uh it is a little uh brutal like he said a little bloody at this point but it's it's really cool because it's all practical effects it's so all get, practical we get effects. like an alien chestburster sort of a scene going on it's yeah pretty awesome yeah. so at this point they all head into the temple right like the temple thing after that. And our hero, who has a gun, runs up after them to go in to save her, I guess. Or whatever. So he sneaks into the cave. Uh, he finds the girl and the other guy that the the ceremonial knife glowed for. And uh, he's going to save them. So they're tied up to like a stalagmite thing. Yeah. It's like a cave. Because they're going to be sacrificed or something. Yeah. It's implied. It's not really stated. So then we get a cool thing here where uh, the... I, I like these scenes. Uh, there's a... Uh, blood that gets dumped by the sorcerer the leader guy onto a sarcophagus thing like a big stone thing and mist arises and words are said and the top flies off you know and it's a big heavy top and a skeleton hand emerges and then we get all i as i describe it a halloween style skull that climbs up out of it with the eyes glowing and it growls all terrible like a really crummy recording from a cheap prop from a Halloween store from October. It's just a skeleton. It's so bad. It's just a skeleton. And it's going rah, 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 rah. And it's, <laughs> but it's like, a, it's like a crummy recording from a Halloween prop. And it's super strong. It's, really it's super strong. It has like Superman, not Superman strength, but it's like super, super, uh, superhero strength. Yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculous. And it's just, but it's got no muscle. It has no muscle. <laughs> it's got rags around its bones, but it's just a skeleton. It's just a skeleton. So this, I, you know, at this point we assume this is the ancient ancestor, and we do learn it is. But uh, so the guy tied up suddenly loses his wee and passes out, and the skeleton emerges, <laughs> and our hero approaches. Oh, and gets yeah. close to the skeleton. Yeah. 
And all I can say is there's a hilarious fight scene. I think you should just watch it. I don't want to describe it too much. Let's say the skeleton fights the guy, and that's kind of all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you really should just watch that. Um, so the hero ends up saving the girl, but not after being bitten by the skeleton in the skirmish. So, again, I don't want to say too much about the skeleton fight scene. No. Do you want to say anything? No, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Okay, because you should watch it. It's we worth should it. watch it. We can kind of mosey through this. I mean, you kind of get the idea. We'll get and, a little clip a lot of, of it the up on the site or something. Yeah, a lot of the juicy parts we'll either do as a gif or you just got to check it out yourself. Yeah, because I'm not skipping them because they're bad. I'm skipping them because you should just watch it. I'm not going to do it justice by yeah. talking about it. So it's it's great, though. So the leader guy, the sorcerer guy, he catches wind. There's intruders, sends troop, uh, <coughs> troops after them, and some guys after him. They all run out into the jungle, find the other camp people, and they run. Camp ends up getting lit on fire by burning arrows that the troops come in. They flee, our hero and the other guy, flee in a truck. Um, so I'm kind of skipping a lot right there. It's a, it's a pretty quick little there's, action scene. There's just like a lot of little action scenes going yeah. I will say... It's pretty exciting, and we're still in the flashback. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is, is all... This is all the doctor explaining stuff to his friend Wesley, or Chow Yun-Fat. Wesley. Yeah. 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 Wesley, He's, so the doctor's <laughs> explaining stuff to Chow Yun-Fat. So we're still in the, the doctor's flashback. Yeah. So this is all going on, and uh, so they, they end up... All I'll say, so our hero and stuff, they end up getting captured and taken back to the temple where the leader is yelling at them, the sorcerer guy. So we see the professor from the camp get something dumped on him, and he gets turned into, like, maggots, or, you know, worms. It's the worm tread. Uh, something, yeah. you know, very gross, very graphic scene, practical effects, as you practical mentioned before. Effects. Very cool. Uh, you don't see that a whole lot in modern, like, Hollywood movies and things. Um, and I guess that's where the uh, worm tribe gets their name from. <laughs> Did you have anything you wanted to say I didn't have those? anything with that, uh, because a lot of this is, like, it's not filler, but it's it's he's basically explaining everything that happened to him and everything he's going to be up against essentially because yeah. this is all flashback i don't really have any too much to add okay no that's fine yeah so anyway we get that cool scene uh the leader guy ends up pulling something out of a corpse that happens to just be laying on the ground he puts it in our hero's mouth where he has one of those blood burst things from his leg like we had seen earlier before the flashback and this is the flashback. So anyway, <laughs> so right. when he was uh, with that lady dude, we saw that thing pop out of his leg. We end up seeing that happen here, which I suppose is the first time uh, that it happens since we're in the flashback now. So anyway, is everybody with us? So the the blood curse came from a corpse that a metal dude from the eighties shoved in this guy's mouth. Anyway, right? Yes, something. Whatever makes sense. No, that's it when you're watching okay so uh our hero ends up getting free from his ropes you know just watch the movie i'm not going to explain a whole lot of stuff uh a few more blood things burst from him as he makes his escape to the jungle it's kind of my flash forward uh that girl from earlier finds him this is the uh the betty betty girl mm -hmm. so she ends up finding him she takes her clothes off in a very kind of odd scene, cuts her breast, and pulls out a ball thing that she just happened to have inside of her. I don't know what that is. And she puts it in his mouth, and of course he lays there and just, you know, is like, oh yeah, sweet, put that in my mouth that you just cut out of you. Sweet. I don't know what that no, is. I'm not worried. I'm here studying AIDS, but I'm not worried about this. Yeah, not worried about it. Don't know what that's supposed to be. And... It, like, heals him. So she says she's using her own charm to help him in the subtitle version that I had. I don't know what it said in yours. 
Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, whatever. It said and then he basically lines. it he was passes out. Pretty bizarre. It's a very strange little scene, but it, it works. Whatever. The movie's pretty bizarre. Then suddenly we just cut to him uh, waking up on a rock, and uh, he leaves uh, on his own. And we get like narration now, and we're back to him and Chow Yun Fat back in his office. Right, so we're back in the real time, which is the story being told. Not earlier. in real time. This is the story. That's what I'm saying. Being told at the party. Well, okay, yeah. We're, <laughs> so, I mean, I meant like the in main, the first story. <laughs> in the first story is what I meant. So they're talking at the Chow Yun Fat's place. A blood thing burst from his leg again, and we hear that this is the second burst, which makes no sense. But uh, Chow Yun Fat says this is one every 24 hours. So apparently, he, we learn at this point he's a curse expert, as I've already spoiled for you. And the blood curse is the most mysterious, and that the girl used a spell to protect him, because you know suddenly he just knows all of this because he's a curse expert, of course, <laughs> Mr. Wesley Wisely. Uh, the reporter bursts in and wants the story. We learn that she is Chow Yun Fat's cousin. Yeah, she's the cousin. So she wants to go to Thailand with uh, our hero, and he tells her to stay out of it, and he will join. Uh, Chow Yun Fat says to stay out of it, sorry, and that he will join our hero in a few days, but uh, that he should go ahead and go ahead. The hero should go ahead of him. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. So Chow Yun Fat will catch up in a few days, but, you know, reporter. Exactly, and the reporter is of course going to throw a, a wrench in the works. So uh, she, um, so we see our hero arrive over in Thailand. He checks into a hotel, finds a bunch of guns in his hotel room already, and he's confused. Turns out the reporter girl is already there, and she just suddenly shoots at him and laughs. She shoots in the hotel room. She shoots him in the hotel room. Not him, at him. Well, okay, <laughs> she, yes, I'm sorry. Correction, she does not shoot him. But she shoots at him, and it, like, hits the wall, like, behind him, like, All two feet fun. away. Just like, ha, ha, ha. And they're not crazy? Deaf. And I'm just like, and it's not, like, one of those things where, like, she's a knife-throwing expert, and she, like, threw a knife by his head to yeah. scare him or something. You're shooting a gun. Right, in a hotel room. And you're just some reporter. <laughs> she's, she's a... What we end up learning here in a minute is that she's going to look for the warm cart with him, of course, if you haven't, blah, 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 blah. So she's, <laughs> she's tagging she's along. She's wealthy. So she is very yeah. well off. That's how she had the Ferrari. That's why she has a freaking arsenal of guns, and she's yeah. already ahead of him she's in She's sort of a thrill seeker. So she, they're very wealthy. Yeah. So she's from a wealthy family, but she's, she's a reporter because she's a thrill seeker, as Nick just said. She uh, makes a joke about, like, what, are you going to tie me up or something to keep me from going or something? And then we, like, literally just cut to him tying her up. And it's it's, like a, it's a hilarious cut. scene. It's jump cut, and he has, like, seriously tied her up. He tied her up, and he's putting tape over her mouth. So it's, it's really funny. funny. And he says a line that I think is great. He says, don't ever underrate a man. <laughs> oh, man, dude, come on. All right. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, we cut to him visiting oh what I thought was a church, but I think it was a restaurant as the scene went on. It's like abandoned. He meets yeah. a guy there who is uh, our dragon guy. Yeah. Early, we catch from up earlier. with dragon. Lung, I have in my notes, mm -hmm. uh, depending on where you're watching it, I suppose. Uh, they talk about being a, in danger. Uh, they're immediately attacked, and we get another cool kung fu fight scene that is actually minutes. like yeah it's only like 20 minutes in and uh it's like no i mean it's been 20 minutes since the last fight scene oh since the last fight scene i got you, you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, hong kong yeah. rules it's like what 
It's been oh. like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, we gotta have a fight scene. What'd you say to me? And this is you in like a restaurant. Ch- you like Chinese food? Yeah, it's oh, almost, it's oh. like in a restaurant. I think. Yeah, yes. And, and if you're a fan of kung fu things, it's like a classic kung fu thing because it's like got the stairs like that go down to a second yeah, story, you know, from a second story. It's very like uh, it's great. Like, period film. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like an abandoned restaurant yeah, that kind of thing. I, I think is what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So, our hero has a blood thing pop again, and then the reporter show, girl shows up, and she's just got a friggin' machine gun, and she's blasting some dudes away, and throws a grenade in, and saves the day. And... Yeah, she's just killing a bunch of dudes <laughs> since they got attacked. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. anyway... So we cut to them heading to a village. We learn that all of the children have disappeared that afternoon from the oh, village. Oh, no, not and the kids. Here come the children. Well, Simon, these are the children. Sex cauldron. Sorry, Man, Sim- I'm going to have to do some editing. Simpsons reference. All right. Hey, <laughs> Simpsons reference. You're talking about the board. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> so, uh... They assume it was the leader sorcerer guy uh, needing the children for casting a spell that needs 100 children's bloods. That are going, going and so they're, they've got to go save the children. Need all of the bloods. Because why wouldn't you? That thing just landed on my mouth. Oh, I thought you were saying anyway. poo to children. <laughs> no, not poo to the children. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> They go ahead and head out to the Worm Tribe's place, and they encounter a few traps and things along the way. Just watch the movie. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm going to skip that. The traps. They find the girl, Betsy, or Betty, or whatever, and at some water. We learn her face is half-scarred, so she's got it covered yeah. up. She tells them that both of their curses can be removed with some ashes from a cave that has a Buddha in it. Of course, because why wouldn't there be a cave with a Buddha in it? Now it's a race against time for them. Yeah. Because they have to do it, what, within six hours or something? They got to do it within a certain time period. Otherwise, uh, the curses will kill them or they'll be permanent. Uh, I think they're going to kill them, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it becomes lethal or something. It becomes lethal. For him, I think it's going to kill him. For her, her scarring on her face will be permanent. Right, right. Yeah, that that sounds right. So it's because it's two different curses. Yeah, so we've got all these curses going on. And, and then, then all the children's is being scolded. Yeah, it's it's interesting to note they keep saying, this is the first curse. This is the second. But it's, they're referring to the same curse. So I'm a little confused on that. I I, th- I want to say that had to be a translation error. That had probably. to be a little bit of a translation yeah. error. Because the movie's called The Seventh Curse. So I'm like, I don't. Uh, and I think it's when his seventh blood curse pops or when, something. Yeah, is when the it idea. pops. But it's all the same but it's, it's like a sub curse under subsection four, it's, Article Five. <laughs> it's it's a little convoluted, but you can tell the movie actually was pretty well thought out. So I think yeah, it's, yeah, I, I, mean, I want to give it credit that it's a translation. No, it makes error. sense. I think there's so, just a minor translation error. Yeah, but it's not going to ruin the movie. At no, all. not at all. You, you understand what they mean. You understand so, what's going it. on. Essentially, yeah. he's cursed. He needs to fix the curse. Anyway, we end up seeing that, uh, what, Betsy or Betty, whatever, gets captured, taken to the temple cave where she's being held by the leader sorcerer dude. So is the reporter. Yes. And, right? Uh, Yes. And we get the greatest scene in the whole movie. So, hold on, hold on. Oh, come on, buddy. Hold on. Back in the village. We get a scene with our hero, and we learn they're getting ready to head in to save everyone. Okay, yeah, they fly into the Worm Tribe's camp in a jeep, which is pretty sweet, because they, like, literally fly into the camp. Yeah, it's, like, launched. And they drive up the temple stairs and attack with machine guns and stuff and a shotgun and their, you know, grenades, and they fly and enter the temple, right? 
So they get in to the main chamber room and they see now is what you're talking about. The, best the baby juicer. Three thousand. Three thousand. The jungles of Thailand. Baby juicer three thousand comes complete. With everything, all accessories you need. <laughs> From Ron Papier. Okay, so it's not a literal baby juicer. But these kids are like 9 or 10 years old, so we just call it the baby juicer. Right. So it's like a, a child crusher is what I put in my notes. But we, we, you and I have always called it the baby the baby. Ju- I thought we called it the baby juicer. Maybe we did. Whatever. All right. It's been anyway. like, we think we first saw this. I don't think we've 15, talked about yeah. 15 years ago. We've talked about this one for a while. Anyway. So we see the kids, as Mac mentioned, being loaded into this baby crusher thing. Juicer. And it's, it's pretty juicer. awesome. They're getting juiced. And the leader is grabbing a, a big bucket thing or whatever of blood from it, laughing. So gross. And our hero gets the reporter girl. He cuts her loose and takes her back to the village, you know, because he's not concerned about the kids being juiced. You know, that's, that's just part of a healthy diet, you know, whatever. Part of the sweet breakfast. Exactly. You know, this one where babies are being juiced. Oh, God. But they're not like babies. They're kids. Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're school-age kids. They've lived their life. Yeah, they're fine. They can be, fine. They can be juiced. What are you, like 10? <laughs> You're right. fine. Awful. Anyway, so they start caring for the girl when she suddenly just, like, sits up. And she attacks the our hero guy. And we get a fight scene with uh, her cousin. Suddenly, uh, Chai and Fat arrives in a jeep. And they give her medicine to sedate her. And uh, Betsy then arrives yeah. <laughs> to say how to break the reporter girl's spell, who was the one that is under a spell now, whatever, with a uh, crazy, like, literal bloodbath from animals. I mean, what they're describing is sort of horrific. It's super and, horrific, and I mean, it's even gross to see. Because, like, why would you, you know, what else would do it? You know, you got to have all these certain animals' bloods mixed together. So, so they do that, and the next day, the reporter girl wakes up, and of course, she's fine, because she's been bathed in blood. And it's interesting to note, for some reason, the blood is now just completely white. Yeah, and it's not congealed, you know, because blood, you know, stays liquid. I mean, it looks like Whatever. it looks like milk, actually, or yeah. just I'm sure it's dyed water or something like that. But it's so very strange. The reporter girl wakes up. She sees Betsy's face, her nasty face, and screams as anybody would, and runs away. Even though she knew she was scarred before, I, don't know, I thought I don't know. Uh, no, because she had that veil over the half of her face. Yeah, but time. I mean, you assume. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, that's. I mean, as soon as you saw it, you're like, oh, she's horribly scarred. Yeah, she must be. Why else would you hide your face? But the reporter, not so smart. Nah, she's, she definitely. I, I feel like they. I don't know. Like, I, I like the actress. She did a good job and yeah. stuff, but, like, they really made her a dumb character. Yeah, they made her really dumb. Really stupid. So, anyway, just kind of like typical, like, Valley Girl dumb. Like, hey, Ditsy, whatever. Yeah, anyway. she's just, like, a dumb rich girl. So, uh, our hero then has another blood curse. The sixth. And we learn the next one, his blood will all spill out. Seventh, yeah, seventh like, curse. Yeah. So, as we mentioned before, that's, like, where the name comes from. So, yeah. So, I did have that in my notes. I just kind of forgot I had that in my notes. Well. Anyway. <laughs> okay. We'll, so, we'll move right along. We're moving along. Charlie and Fat orders some guys to go get some nasty animal things to break the spell of the baby crusher. Also. Juicer. Yeah, baby juicer. Um... <laughs> Back at the temple. That night, we see the village get attacked by the creepy baby fetus thing from earlier. And they capture it. Because Chalyan Fat was waiting for it. He knew it was coming somehow. Yeah. So he's like, I gotta have that baby in my collection. That's right. So the homunculus gets all captured. Yeah. By the yep. good guys. By the good guys. And it's gonna get turned to the 
to uh, you know the good side, away from the dark side. Yeah, I don't understand how that works at all. But and the best part to me too is just Charlie and Fat is like so cool through this whole thing, smoking a pipe. Yeah. And just like there's like this homunculus thing flying around through the air, and he's just like, uh, I'm just gonna sit here and smoke on my pipe. This he's is just all in a day's work. Yeah, but what you guys never seen a homunculus before? Yeah, flying around. My pen worked perfectly to catch it. Anyway, <laughs> it's the seventh month of this I got today. So then we cut to a pretty cool scene where we get our hero and uh, the dragon or lung, whatever, facing the large Buddha statue. Uh, they tell us they need to climb it and get the eyes out of it because <laughs> okay, so the Buddha statue is huge. It's like yes, a hundred feet tall. I would say it's probably higher. Very large statue. It's yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's like a monument style kind of. I would thing. say the head is is probably eight to nine feet tall. Just just the head. Yeah. It's just interesting. It's, it comes into play later. Yeah. yeah. Very big. Very Huge. Big. So they've got to climb it and get the eyes. The ashes are uh, makeup that they need to get to break the curse that she mentioned earlier are the eyes. So they need to go up and pop those out. They mentioned something about no one has ever attempted this and lived before. So they start climbing in epic fashion. It's pretty cool. One guy goes up like a mountain climber. The other guy's all kung fuing it up there. Yeah. Pieces start to crumble on them as they fall. Traps emerge, and a gang of Shaolin protectors, like monks, suddenly in golden robes appear. It's pretty sweet. We get a pretty cool uh, kung fu style, you know, fight scene here. And there's like 20 of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah, and you should totally watch it. I'm not gonna go on and on about that fight scene because it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I am going to skip that a little bit because you should just watch it. It's a good little fight scene. They get past them, of course. It's our hero. And some cool purple lightning and action music happens. And they climb the Buddha and get the eyes popped out. And they collect them. Then the head falls off while gushing with like a purple liquid stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that... Uh, from the eyes. It just looks like spraying out. It's pretty cool. And so they go to escape from the chamber. But like the like Indiana Jones fashion... Yeah. Like, the head starts rolling after them, you know, and it, like, crushes against the wall, but barely misses crushing the guy. So, yeah. they end up getting out. So, the seventh cursed blood thingy pops, and our hero swallows the golden eye, or the glowing eye, from the Buddha. Right then, you know, perfect timing. And uh, they head back to the village, because, you know, he's cool now. I'm good. I got over it. I got better. Anyway. <laughs> that curse thing, that was so last year. Yeah. No, I, I got better. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so the village has now been destroyed by the troops from the Worm Tribe as they're arriving back. So, back at the cave temple, blood is being poured onto old ancestor sarcophagus again. That's right. He's back in action. the captured girls are being offered as sacrifices. So... All this, you know, I'm kind of... The final battle begins. We're getting to the end, finally, people. So, Dragon and our hero arrive. Dragon fights the sorcerer leader dude. Then old ancestor wakes up and chases them into another area with his sarcophagus. Like, like literally in the sarcophagus. Before emerging from it in his, uh, you know, crappy Halloween store, you know, slumber thing. <laughs> All his glory. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he transforms into a winged lizard thing. Okay, yeah. From an alien reject storage room, I noted. 
So it's very cool uh, because it's a practical effect creature feature sort of a thing. And I love and it's that. It's mostly stuff. in darkness, so you don't really get to see it too it's, much. It's very corny. You can make it out, but you, you can't really cool. see the detail on it too much. Yeah, it's 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 well done for what it is. I like this kind of stuff. If you like creature feature things, yeah, it's, it's like kaiju cool. monster stuff, sort of Godzilla. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's but it's fun. It's also really corny. It's fun though. You're right. It it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So Look, I, I, I don't movie, want to rag. This on whole it. movie is corny. Oh, it, it totally is. But, but, but it knows that the it best. Po- it knows what it is. It's it, not trying to be serious. It, right. It's it's good. exactly. It's in the best possible way. We, we get, get uh, so, so that guy, guy winged lizard, old ancestor, whatever, dude. He attacks <laughs> the guys. A battle ensues. Watch it for the details, for goodness sake. I am not going to sit here and describe all the details. However, I am going to skip ahead. He gets taken down after a bit. And, and we, we get, get a, a sweet uh, battle with uh, Chalion Fat shows up, and the good guy owned baby ghost Hermunculus flies in. <laughs> and it's pretty sweet. That's one of the best parts of the whole film is watching this stupid lizard thing fight the baby Hermunculus flying around. It's really cool. It's so cool. <laughs> Let this be our final battle. It's pretty awesome. Um, I mean, mothers should be proud of anyone involved. It's it's definitely you know it's it's great. So, so the thing is ultimately killed by what is best described as Chow Yun Fat wielding an RPG. Yes, and he shoots this guy to the chest, and then you know it explodes, but he's not gone yet, and he shoots him again in the head. <laughs> it's it's really a good scene. I I don't think I've seen Chow Yun Fat shoot an RPG in another movie. <laughs> so, you know, Rocket Launcher, it's pretty sweet. You got to watch it. It's, awesome. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny would be proud if anybody gets that reference. All right. So, uh, so. Thunder Gun, what's that called? No, it's the, what, last episode, second to last episode of season 12. Oh, that's right. Last season. That's right. Anyway, he, he gets a. Mac gets it for Dennis for, for um, Valentine's Day. That's right. And uh, anyway, or is it from the dark web? All right, moving on. Back to this. <laughs> so they go to give the other eye from the Buddha to Betsy or Betty, whatever, but learn that it's bad at this point, and she is stuck being ugly. <laughs> we get corny, like, heartwarming words about beauty real quick, and then just immediately cut to the credits. That's it! When I first saw this movie, I was heartbroken for her. I was heartbroken. I was oh, you're just like, stuck that way. Huh? You're just stuck You're just that stuck that way. So the hero saves himself. Doesn't die. So we're like, yay. So he's like, wait, I've got the other eye. This is going to cure you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's too late. And you're, and you're like, well, they're going to find another There's way. There's got to be another There's way. There's got to be another way. Like, they're going to have to, like, reach inside the, the monster guy, the lizard monster guy, and, and find something. She's so that pretty. She can't be stuck like nope. that. Nope. Yeah, she is pretty. She's actually really hot. And I'm like, really? And they're like, well... You know, beauty isn't everything. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, but you had a chance to save her, and you guys were I just jerking around and, like, totally messed it up. They had an opportunity to save her, and they failed. They failed, like, miserably. So it's funny. We should track down the other movies and see if she ever gets healed. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. And, I, I mean, the other thing. Because that bummed me out when I saw it. That was kind of weird. Because I, yeah. I love the movie, and I was like, oh, this is a fun movie. And I was like, wait, what? And it, like, just ends. And, and, well, what I love about the ending, though, just to say, because I mentioned this before we started talking about it, 
being part of a series is it cuts to the credits and our hero and Chow Yun Fat are back at the original party, so where they're telling the story of him telling a story, um, and they they toast their drinks and we get a freeze frame. You get a freeze frame. It's just some music and the rest of the re- credits roll. So they have their cognac glasses and they're in the foreground and in the background is the old guy telling <laughs> the story and they lady. clink glasses and they're like, we did it, and I'm like. No, you didn't, you idiot! That cat lady is still disfigured. Yeah, I don't know what they thought their goal was, <laughs> was like, but they sort of failed. You didn't finish it! You didn't succeed! You're like, yeah, well, we're okay. That's all that matters. Let's go drink some cognac. So so do you know who that guy in the old, in the chair is? Were you going to talk about him? No, I have nothing about okay, him. Okay, so the guy yeah. in the chair, he is the writer of that series. Oh, of the books that. That, no. the, that the movie's based on. The Wisely yeah. stuff. Okay, I, didn't, so I did not know that. He's the writer uh, of the book. So that's why he's in there telling the story. Oh, But okay. the characters are So real. that's like where he got the stories from, okay, from yeah. his parties with his friends. Okay, no, that that's actually pretty clever. That it's pretty sense. clever. So yeah, yeah. it's basically like the author is like, oh, let me tell you about this story or whatever. So he... It's, it, you know, in a way, it reminds me of Sherlock Holmes a bit. Yeah. It's, I'm sure there's so other that, ones when that I, are similar. I didn't know that until yeah. I started looking up stuff about this um, yeah, yeah. movie, and that's I was funny. like, ah, I, I had like, no idea. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool that the that he's in the movie. He's only he's the one telling the story essentially. He's the narrator, which makes sense because he's the writer of the original books. So as you guys can tell, we both recommend this movie. My uh, last bit that I have is I love this movie for its over the top cheesy effects. Uh, it's unashamed, low budget, but they did very well with what they had. It uh, gives us Charlie and Fat shooting a bazooka at a lizard skeleton monster, not once, but twice. There's a baby crusher juicer machine. The baby goes flying fetus thing, and they all come together to make this a wonderful piece of Hong Kong cinema bizarreness that you just shouldn't miss. If you're still listening to the sentence, then you should go watch it. <laughs> you haven't seen anything like this. I mean, I mean, you've seen stuff like similar, this. Similar. But but yeah. not quite like this with all the craziness going on. In one there's thing. some great action scenes, there's some great fight scenes, there's some good practical effects in this. It's fun. Um yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It is pretty graphic though. Um I will say that. Yeah, there is some blood and things like yeah. that. There's a bit of nudity it as looks, we mentioned, so blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it just be warned. Be be forewarned, but it is definitely worth checking out. Anything else, Peter, on this uh, no, on Seventh Curse? Honestly, I'm good on this one. I, just, I do really like this one, but I feel like I've said my piece. There's not, again, 80 minutes, not a whole lot to say. Check it out if you want to check it out. Yeah, let us know what you think of it online. You know, uh, when this is posted, please feel free. If you disagree with something we said about it, you don't like it, you think we missed the point. Yeah, guys. Yeah, definitely. Just we can tell people are listening, but nobody's telling us anything. Yeah, give us something, guys. Come on, <laughs> help us out. So, Peter... Um, we're all at the end of the show here, so is there anything that you want to recommend? Um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think what I want to recommend. Maybe if you say some stuff, I'll, I'll something will pop up in there that I can recommend to our audience. I don't have anything big to recommend. Just, um, I'm, I'm really, you know, I still, it's been out for a little bit now, but I still have not watched uh, Blade of the Immortal movie that uh, Takashi Miike, I just uh, made in you know, the 100th film. And I have the whole book series upstairs. I've been reading those for years. I loved them. They ended a few years back. I uh, love that. Um, so I've been looking forward to that. I would recommend checking out those books to anybody that hasn't recommended them. Very or seen them. They're very graphic, uh, very graphic. But it's a very cool story, samurai story. Um, and I'm really looking forward to eventually here watching the movie. I just have not made time for it yet. 
Um, I would recommend a show called Broadchurch. That's what I've been watching lately. Uh, it's on the BBC, but it's I believe it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, you can check it out. It's a crime drama, uh, police procedural type of thing, but it takes place in a, a single community. It's a slow start, it's a slow burn, but it's a good like something if you want to watch um, on like a Sunday evening or something. Just something a little bit um, that takes its time, but it's definitely worth checking out. Very, very deep, very heavy stuff, but really, 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 really good show. It's what I, it's what I call my grown-up show because <laughs> I watch a lot of different stuff. I watch a lot of different stuff. I watch the whole gamut, but this is one of my grown-up programs that um, I like to watch when I'm in a, in a more serious mood. I think that'll do it for us. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll we're see out you next time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm adding this at the end of the show. Please follow us on supermovieball.com on the web at supermovieball at Twitter, and email us at supermovieball at gmail.com. Thanks. Supermovieball out. <laughs> That was awesome. That, I think, so far has been our best episode, sir. Well, good. It's, uh, it's always easy when you talk about a movie that's got so much going on that you remember that. Yeah. And I, I just noticed at the end here where I paused it. Yeah. Look at that. The champagne cognac is from Remy Martin. Remy Martin. They, they went ahead and gave them a credit. Man. That's pretty funny. Remy Martin. Seiko. Seiko. Seiko used to be huge in the 80s, man. That's pretty funny. I just I saw the cognac thing there because you mentioned it earlier in the episode. Well, those are cognac. Those are cognac. Yeah. Mizuno. They, um... Those are cognac glasses. That's why I was like... Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, clearly. But it was just funny that at the end they even give credit to the cognac. I mean, there was probably, they did zoom, I guess the beginning of the thing did zoom out on the bottom. Oh, did it? That's how we opened. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't remember that. I forgot that we opened up on, um, them, him sitting there telling the story. I don't know how I could forget that. In my mind, when I, when I was watching it again, it, it opens on, yeah, okay, you're totally right. Yeah, you just back it, play from beginnings. It opens on, uh, the hostage situation, in my mind. That's how I. Well, that's remember. how you always remembered it. Yeah. And you open on the club, but it's not actually cold open. But that's okay. But it kind of is because so it, it is. literally just throws him into this old guy sitting with some ladies having some fun. Guys, we all wish we could open the windows. Let's get some whiskey or some bourbon. Same thing. Boom, 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 bang, 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 and it's okay. Mine says dragon. I'm not, I'm not doubting fine. you. No, it just said on the screen there. We're just watching my version <laughs> of it. And I just showed him. It says head We both watched it so, off Amazon, which is weird. So beware. If you're watching it off Amazon, there's two different subtitles, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. It's weird. So. No, we get a whole scene here with uh, them. Uh, 